0: Hello, hello. Welcome back to Ear I am Erica Ashley, your host. To anyone new here, welcome, welcome. I wanted to take this week to talk about hot girl summer and body positivity in a not cheesy way. Summer's right around the corner, June's quickly approaching, and I felt like this was the perfect time and opportunity to talk about this. I want to talk about this because I don't subscribe to the notion that you should listen to what everybody tells you to do. To have kids by a certain date, to get married by a certain date, to work this kind of a job, to live in this kind of a house. I just am not into it. I don't believe in doing that. I don't think life is a one size fits all. And I feel that way very strongly about hot girl summer. And the reason why is because I think it's really important to have an objective look at the information you are consuming and sometimes what you don't even realize you're consuming. And I'm going to tell you what I mean by that, by sharing this story that I don't tell often. I don't tell, I don't think I've actually told many people this story. but I find it to be very applicable, especially to this situation. When I was in college, I had a roommate who was a model and she was like 5'11", very skinny, like think Kendall Jenner vibes. Um, She's built very similarly to Kendall Jenner. And I am much shorter than that. And my body type is not the same as hers. And I never questioned that. I never was in comparison about it. I just never really thought about it until slowly over time, I realized that there were issues with her and her relationship to food and i real i realized this because it started to affect me and i didn't realize that it had like slowly started to inundate in my life we had different school schedules so i wouldn't really see her during the week that often i'd see her at night or on the weekends we would hang out and in the beginning she would come home from school and say like oh i need i need to eat i haven't eaten yet and she'd come Sit down with like a handful of trail mix. And, you know, I'm not with the girl all day. I had no idea what else she'd eaten. Not my business. Right. Until it slowly became a thing where she would come home and ask me, like, well, what did you eat today? And I'd be like, I had oatmeal and a sandwich and a protein bar and a salad and some chips and cookies and pasta and, you know, whatever else I ate in the day. And she'd be like, I ate half a piece of toast. And I realized in her head, she was thinking that it's a competition of like who can eat less food. And it started happening more and more. And I started, because she would tell me how little she was eating, I started to question, Am I eating too much food? And I have never had a bad relationship with food ever in my life but because i'm constantly hearing it from somebody who's so close to me i'm suddenly like am i doing something wrong am i overeating should i only be eating a piece of toast today i don't know it became this very like you know what's happening but like they're talking in my ear the whole time and flash forward like a few months later We went out to breakfast one morning and I ordered a waffle and some coffee and she ordered a waffle and a smoothie and we go sit down at our table, our food comes and I tend to like inhale food (laughs) instead of chewing it. I just, I eat very quickly and I always have. And so our food comes, we're sitting there eating and she says, I'm full, I'm done And I looked up and she had maybe eaten, I don't even think, a quarter of her waffle and her smoothie glass was still completely full. And I still had maybe like four or five bites left of waffle on my plate. And in that moment, I was like, I am eating too much. I was still hungry. I wanted to finish the waffle, but because she had said something – about being full after eating three bites and one sip of a smoothie, I got self-conscious and was like, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm done too. And we like got up and left and I didn't finish the waffle. And later that day, I was thinking about it because I was still hungry. And I was like, if I keep hanging out with her, I am going to end up with an eating disorder. And I've never had an issue with food or questioning if I'm eating too much or the wrong things or this, I've never had an issue. But I became aware in that moment that her behavior was toxic to me. And it was because it just slowly crept into my life over time. And so I had to like distance myself with that. And I think that's what happens with social media is we see hot girl summer and it's Girls by the pool who are very thin and a tiny little bikini with drinks and you know, whatever. And it's like, oh, I did this hot girl summer workout, I'm doing six weeks to a six pack, I'm doing this squat challenge like, whatever it is. I think that that's very toxic, and I don't know that we're all recognizing it because it's slowly creeping into our lives the same way. My roommate was telling me slowly, you're eating too much food, even though I was not. And I think in talking about this, my hope is to realize that we all don't have to live our rules by like what everybody else is thinking these rules should be. Your life should be yours. You shouldn't be living for other people Easier said than done. I know it's hard when your friends are saying one thing and your mind is over here, but maybe they're not the friends that you should have long term. I like to think that life is very individual. I am me, you are you, and like we are different. And thank God, right? Like, thank God we are different people because how boring would it be? if we were all the same i feel like body positivity often comes in that same one size fits all situation and i just don't believe in it i just don't i just don't and another personal story i'm going to tell you about this uh i think is another good example last year when we all went into quarantine And we're all, you know, making whipped coffee, making sourdough bread, doing whatever the heck. I started seeing post after post talking about, oh, my quarantine weight gain. I've gained X amount of pounds during quarantine because I'm not getting out and doing things that I normally do and yada, yada. I couldn't relate to that. I could not relate to the quarantine weight gain because when I'm stressed, or have a lot of anxiety, I don't have an appetite. And it's hard for me to sit down and eat an entire meal. And so I unintentionally lost 10 pounds last year. And I wasn't happy about it. I wasn't like, oh my God, I lost 10 pounds. I feel great. It was the exact opposite. I was like, oh my God, I lost 10 pounds. My clothes don't fit right. I'm tired. I'm weak. I feel lethargic. I don't feel good because now I'm underweight for my height.
1: And that to me is just as bad as, you know, anything. And to me, being
0: like that skinny is not worth it. I didn't like the way I looked, I didn't like the way it felt. There's nothing about it to me that was like great. I searched and searched the internet to try and find some health and fitness account that talked about a healthy weight gain. And I could not find a single account that talked about either weight maintenance or weight gain. Everybody was talking about how to lose weight. And I was like, there's a problem with this. Like this just feels like an issue to me because not everybody's trying to lose weight and i have a few friends who are in the, like the health and fitness world and so i reached out to one and i asked her and i was like hey i didn't mean to lose weight and i did and i'm trying to gain it back what would you recommend and she looked at me with utter confusion and was like no one has ever asked me how to gain weight
1: and i could tell like i could just see the gears turning in her mind that she was like you're nuts for trying to gain weight.
0: Like she literally, I could tell that she thought that I was crazy. And I was like, no, I just, I don't feel good. I don't, I don't feel like me. I don't like the way my body looks. I don't feel good about this. And um, she had a hard time like coming up with things to help me. And she did, but it was a very interesting response
1: to hear You should be happy that you lost weight. And I don't
0: think that body positivity comes from being one size. I don't think it's a size two. I don't think it's a size 12. I don't think it's whatever. It's whatever size you are, but are you feeling confident in your body? And are you healthy on top of it? I think that's the other thing that's a really big factor is like
1: if you are healthy, That should be number one. My approach to body positivity, I think, is much different than most people's. Anytime I've felt
0: some sort of way about my body, the first thing I do is remind myself of the function that my body provides for me. If you're looking in the mirror and you're not liking anything you're seeing, okay. That's that's the starting place. That's where we're at today and it's okay. But we need to slowly start working to fix that. And I think one of the most essential things you can do for yourself is to start looking at your body from a place of appreciation
1: for what it provides you with. I'm grateful to have legs that
0: work, that walk, that run, that allow me to exercise, that move me from place to place. I'm grateful for my arms that allow me to pick up my phone so I can call my mom, that let me drive my car,
1: that let me put on makeup and brush my hair. I'm grateful for my butt because it lets me sit on this chair.
0: Right? Like when we turn into a place of gratitude for the pure function of what our body is doing for us. It's incredible. I'm grateful to the organs in my body for doing their jobs that I don't even have to think about all day long. They just do it because they love me and they support
1: the function of my entire body. When you get really aware of how
0: Great, your body is, and what it does for you. I think that's the first step, and being like, I love my body. I love my body because it does these things for me. And you can't heal a body you hate. Whether you're trying to lose weight, gain weight, maintain weight, or just find love for your body, you can't heal a body you hate. So you've got to start with appreciation. Appreciation is like the key to anything in life. And if you can find opportunities throughout your day to incorporate that. It's better. It's going to become like a lifestyle, a no-brainer, something that you constantly go to. Think about you know, how many times a day you look at yourself in the mirror, probably when you're brushing your teeth in the morning and at night. Anytime you wash your hands, there's a mirror. If you take every one of those opportunities to look at yourself and say one thing you appreciate about your body or the function of your body, over time, that's going to build up and you're going to start creating this Beautiful relationship with your body because you have appreciation for it. So I think that's like the first step in any sort of body positivity, especially when there's things like Hot Girl Summer thrown around left and right. The second thing to body positivity, I think, is making sure that your goals are yours and not something that you're hearing from the internet, from social media, or from your friends unless it's coming from a doctor or really a doctor is the only reason you should be wanting to modify anything about anything, right? If it's a physical health need, if it's something that you're just not happy with, like you want to gain weight like I do, or maybe you want to lose some weight, that's fine. But make sure you're doing it for you and not other people and what you think like society expects of you. I think that's toxic and I think that's doing the opposite. I think that's leading you back to hating your body because you're in comparison instead of loving your body because you're you. The third thing in this realistic approach to body positivity and I think this one's really important. This was advice that was given to me by a good family friend many years ago. She's given me a lot of great advice over the years, and this one really stuck with me. She says, do one thing every single
1: day for yourself solely because you love you. Solely because you love you. Sometimes for me, that looks like brushing my teeth or washing my face or eating a salad. Sometimes it's getting ice cream. Sometimes it's going for a walk. Sometimes it's buying a new shirt. But do something for you because you love you. It's kind of, it seems so simple, but it's kind of a crazy concept because we're not
0: really taught how to love ourselves. Like nobody's teaching us that in school. Nobody's teaching us That in college, no, you know, it it becomes this very interesting journey of like, okay, I'm supposed to love myself. How do I do that? And it's by doing like the simplest things for yourself that you would do for someone else. Think about how often you do things for other people because you love them. All the time, right? How often are you doing that for yourself? It's essential. You can't pour from an empty cup, and if you're wanting something, especially like a good, healthy relationship with your body. You have to love it. and You have to find reasons to love it. I'm brushing my teeth today because I love me and I love my teeth. And the fact that they allow me to chew my food, to pronounce words so I can speak to you,
1: to smile, to laugh, to show my emotion. I'm doing that because I love myself. And I think
0: that is what's most important. I don't subscribe to Hot Girl Summer the way that it's portrayed. I think Hot Girl Summer is being present, putting your phone down, spending time with your family, with your friends, with people you love,
1: getting fresh air, going for a walk, playing with your pets. Creating memories, not
0: moments for Instagram, not a TikTok day in the life video. Some of the best, I think actually all of the best moments in my life, I don't have a picture of, I don't have a video of. I just have memories. And to me, that's so much more special than having every single thing documented. Sometimes you get lucky and you document a special moment, and I'm here for that. But when we make our entire lives about documenting every single second of the day and trying to prove to other people
1: that our lives are so good, so perfect, so hot girl summer, be jealous of me. Are you really having fun? I don't think so. I don't think you
0: are able to enjoy your life when you're trying to prove to other people you're enjoying your life so i hope this summer you can approach it with love for your body with love for being present with love for being able to be around people again especially as we're seeing things open up more and being able to go to places and and seeing more people i hope you can be present especially after spending the entire past year with nothing but social media to connect us, I hope we can disconnect and connect in real life because I think that's so much more meaningful. And I think when you are older and you look back on your life, you're gonna be so much happier to say, yeah, I put my phone down at dinner. I didn't touch it all weekend. I did things for me that made me laugh, that brought me joy, that brought me memories. I wasn't on my phone all the time. I think if you look back in your life is with your nose in Instagram and wondering what everybody else is doing and wondering what they're thinking about you, I think you're going to have regrets. And I don't want you to have regrets. I want you to look back on your life and think I lived a really fun life.
1: And I'm proud of that. So I think you should subscribe to your version of Hot Girl Summer
0: And do what feels good to you, but always start from a place of love for yourself and appreciation for yourself. Have a wonderful week, guys. I'll see you next week.